It's a new season. After a short winter break, F1 is back and so are we. With three new-ish drivers and one old favourite, just what will this season throw at us? Can we read much into the test results so far? And just what is on the end of Ferrari's nose? I'm Andrew Elliott, I'm here with my buddy David Proud, and we'd like to welcome you to this special edition of the Tired and Exhausted podcast. If you like what you hear, please share us with your friends and family, and remember to go to tiredandexhausted.net for all previous episodes. It's great to have you with us. Hello, Andy. Hello. Uh, welcome to my house. Yeah, this is a, this is the first in your, in your dining house. room. Yeah. Um, so I've been in here since October, haven't I? But uh, this is the first time we've been able to actually do a podcast. Um, I didn't have a dining table until about four weeks ago, which I think was an issue, because if not, we'd have been sat on the sofa. Yeah, I feel a bit like Joe Rogan here. This, this is a real setup. Joe Rogan, a Rogan table. table. Yeah, we need to take a picture of this, and um, maybe we'll do a video one. We were saying about that last year, actually, wasn't wasn't we? Yeah, we Doing tried, it. but then your camera just stopped halfway through, so we had to we had to <laughs> yeah. edit the bits out either side that said we're on video. Yeah, um, so um, we, we we didn't say anything about that, anyway, but we'll, we'll we'll sort it out. Yeah, we were trying not to like say that we were bad at video making when that's actually my job. Um, but yeah, maybe we'll do that next time. We'll we'll hook the um, cameras up, and we swapped we swapped mics. We have. So one one of uh, the reason we did this was one of so we you you I think on one of the podcasts we were talking about the difference between the microphones and how my setup costs like a hundred and fifty quid for yes. like the mic the cable the stand yeah. the pop filter everything and I mean your stand alone was like hundreds of pounds the stand is three hundred and fifty pound and your your mic was it's fourteen hundred quid I have to say when I say it's mine it's not I'm working on production at the moment and it's it's productions stuff it's just it lives at my house sure so i use it <laughs> for podcasting why not but i think it proves diminishing re- returns Do you know well yeah because one of one of the one of our listeners says why don't you swap because you maintain it that it makes you sound well, I, fine, I, and I think you sound fine through that so I, I do i think i have naturally quite a squeaky voice and um what i like about these mics that one i really like is it brings out the bass in my voice, but this is this is all right. This is doing oh, a I good job sound, until I, I said that. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> this is all right. <laughs> yeah, it's very good. Um, so yeah, you, you can enjoy having that mic. I have to say, the difference is is that your one is set up for you and it's really tall. Well, I've had to point it. it I had to point it upwards. I could do with a, a bigger stand if I'm being completely honest. Yes. Yeah. Um, um, so your mic is now pointed towards the sky. Uh, well, your mic, as in your old one. The one that I'm using is pointed to the floor, which is closer to where I am. And my old mic, which you're using, is pointed to the sky because you're tall. Mm. I do have a really high table, though. It is, yeah. Your, ta- your table isn't helping. But, no. uh, we'll, swap. we'll swap again next time. Yeah. So we should probably talk about Formula 1. So, so sorry that we haven't uh, been able to podcast as of yet. We didn't even do an end of season one. I think it was a combination of moving house then Christmas, um, a few. Did we have a few illnesses? Did we? Uh, yeah, I was. I had a. I had a horrid cold towards the end yeah, of the season. Indeed. So, yeah. Um, lost my voice. Yeah. So um, we we we've been AWOL for quite some time, but we are the new season is upon us. Well, okay. So just going back, I, I 
going, I don't want to talk too much about last season, but it is kind of... <laughs> is it, for what reason? Is that because well, Red Bull? Well, there's a, the, I don't want this to, to make this a tradition, but I feel we have to say something about Max Verstappen because I didn't, I didn't really like the way he treated Perez towards the end of the season. No. Um, when Perez, Perez let him past on the proviso that he yeah. would get let past back if, he, if, if, if Verstappen couldn't make any progress. Verstappen made no progress and then wouldn't let him pass again. The only person Verstappen cares about is Verstappen. But he'd already, he'd already won the season by that yeah, point. Yeah, I know. So it was, I thought that was, on, that was a, yeah. a horrid thing. I think that will come back to bite him on the bum. Well, think of the number of times that Perez has oh, been his wingman. And he, I mean, when he had his arms out, you know, when he was really defending, he was doing brilliantly. Yeah, I mean, he, Verstappen may not have won the season before, if it were not for Perez holding Hamilton up, yeah, for true. several laps with with you know with ball tires, and to be honest, he wasn't in direct competition with his teammate. No, like you say, he'd won no, the and championship at the time. Perez was trying to get second as well, so yeah. he really needed the points. Show sportsmanship, yeah. show teamwork. If you can't, if you can't show teamwork when you've already won um, the yeah. world championship, anyway, hopefully, I mean, he's he he won the season fair and square. Yeah, last last time. So hats off, amazing. So he's driver. at least a one-time world champion. <laughs> yeah. So hats off, amazing, amazing driver all season. Uh, didn't make as many mistakes. Obviously, was in a very dominant car, but still put in some fantastic, fantastic drives. Uh, but it was a shame that it was kind of tainted towards the end. But hopefully, hopefully he'll he'll mature a little bit. Um, I I think the word tainted could probably describe most of Max Verstappen's Formula One career in terms of. And what I mean by that is not only titles that he's won, but just the, the manner in which he wins them. Tainted. You know, just show a bit of class. Show a bit of sportsmanship. You know, and I I, I feel like he's got this win-at-all-costs mentality, which obviously, yes, that does make a champion. But when you look at other people and the way that they... They don't want to... They don't want to get to where they're going by trampling on people. They want to actually, they want everyone to realise that they earn it. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, he may. I think, I think some of that comes from Red Bull because Sebastian Vettel wasn't as nice as he was when he afterwards left. when he left. <laughs> yeah. You know, remember with Multi Twenty One and where, where he, you know, he was told to hold position with Weber, and then he turns his engine up, rockets past him, and wins the race. Yeah. So you know, and and. I think I think part of that is down to Red Bull. So maybe he'll change teams at some point and become a nicer driver. And he's he's only young, so he's been he's been kind of influenced by Red Bull for years and years now. So you're talking about the then you're talking about the culture that Horner sets at Red Bull. I'm not even sure whether it's Horner. You think it's from higher up? I think it might be Helmut Marco. Yeah, because right. Horner is a bit of a Karen, and he could. He might, I mean, it could be it could be him, but it, it, I, I I get the feeling that it comes from from, from Helmut Marco, who's kind of in in, in charge yeah. of motorsport. Um, and then it just kind of disseminates all, all the way down. I I was uh, at the Baftas recently, Claxton, for there, like shoehorning that in. But um, Jerry Halliwell walked past me. Right. And I didn't realise my feelings about Christian Horner until Jerry Halliwell walked past me, and I didn't want to say hello. <laughs> Is that bad? 
<laughs> he's like, I'm sure she's lovely. I thought you were going to say he's punching above his weight. No, no, I'm sure she's absolutely lovely. But, you know, when you're at an event like that, you kind of think, who who do you want to kind of go and say hello? You know, and if you see somebody, it's an opportunity moment to kind of go, oh, hi, how are you? And in that two seconds I had between say hello to Jerry Halliwell or don't say hello, all I could think about was her husband because I was just like... You weren't thinking about the Spice Girls and... No, and I feel really bad actually. I'm sure she's absolutely lovely. Um, I met Baby Spice once; she was lovely. But I, yeah. So I think Kristen Horner for me is just. I think actually, I think it's coming from you in the best possible way because I was quite neutral about him when we first started this podcast. Very neutral, very. But the comments you've made over the time that we've been doing this have all been really valid. Um, there's also a guy that I work with uh, uh, at work uh, called Paris who's amazing and he's just very anti Christian Horner and we talk about it all the time and I, yeah so I think I think because people I respect and admire and like have got deep deep issues with him it's made me look again does, does that make sense like I kind of looked and kind of went... I'm a bad mm. influence on you, is what you're saying. Well, no, I think it's a good influence because I was. Tr- I think I was just trying to be too neutral, but actually when you look at it, um, all the red flags are there for the... You know, the red for, bull flags. The red, red bull flags, yeah. He's, um, he's, I mean, he's, very, he's good at his job and he's, you know, yeah. you look at, look at what he's achieved with Red Bull, not taking any of that away from him. I just think he's a bit of a Karen. And just tends to whinge a lot. Right. Okay, just whinger. Mm. Yeah, I mean they all have. I think they've all thrown their toys out the pram at some point. I mean, you've got to talk about Toto Wolf destroying a pair of Bose headsets. Actually, no, he didn't destroy them. They still worked. He threw them on the floor. Yeah, but there's there's one thing: having a moment of brief passion, um, and not involving anyone else, this and then there's true. getting on live television. And whining <laughs> this about is true. other teams and other team principles because they shouldn't be there if they don't don't have the passion. Yeah, so I'm I'm, I'm fine with I'm fine with people you know having these little so, outbursts. If, if if Christian Horner had the occasional outburst <laughs> and like punched a wall or yeah. you know threw something across the room and it didn't you know it didn't hurt any or affect anybody, I'd have no problem with that at all. Yeah, um, but it's it's when he goes on and whines about the about the rules and the regulations that he's known about or yeah. whines about his engine manufacturer. I do hope that Toto Wolf doesn't take it out on any more Bose headsets. Um, that was a good advert for them, though. I mean, he... Because <laughs> he, he, he completely... I mean, it looked like he... he you know. Yeah, he wasn't holding back. No. And they still weren't. No. That was very good. Um, on to more positive news. Okay. <laughs> this, is, this is my smug face. Okay. Smug face. Go for it. Oh, you actually pulled a smug face. Nico Hulkenberg. <laughs> yeah. The whole of last season, I was You're saying, right. please get Nico Hulkenberg back. Yes. At every opportunity. You were. And and I, I remember I'm... seeing that tweet and just being, yeah, absolutely overjoyed for you. Yeah. Because I'm, um, I'm, I'm very happy that he's back in Formula One. Yeah. Well, we've actually got quite a few. Well, we've got him returning back, but we've got a few new faces as well. So, yep. that, you know. And I like that. I actually like that. That you know, there's unknown entities. You it's know. nice to have at least at least one rookie every yeah. season, isn't it? Um, now, how many we got this is? We got Logan, uh, 
Can you call Nick? I don't. I'm not sure whether we can call Nick DeVries a rookie. I mean, it's his it's his rookie season. I guess. Yeah, you yeah. Because he only had, he's only had one, one race. race. So is, technically, he may not be. But I'm going to treat him as a rookie. Oscar Piastri. So yeah. you three, arguably three or two and a half. And I think you know Hulkenberg coming back. Yeah, I'm, I was fine. <laughs> it, was, it was interesting because do you remember? I I um uh, I didn't really come away from watching. Uh, Drive to Survive. This is this. No, Have this you been few, watching it? No, not the recent one. This is a few seasons ago. Mm. When um, uh, the last time that Nico Hulkenberg was in Formula One, when he was uh, driving for Renault, and he was driving with um, Daniel Ricciardo, and Daniel Ricciardo was mocking him quite a bit. Yeah, and I, I, I came away thinking that's you know. Not maybe not bullying, but it's like you know he didn't, yeah, he didn't yeah, need yeah. to do that on yeah. you know on on TV. Um, and then obviously Nico Hulkenberg lost his seat at the end of the season. I mean he had he had he had quite an unlucky season. So I know I know Ricardo outperformed him, but Hulkenberg had some rotten luck. Uh, lost his seat anyway. Uh, but then look what happened. You know Hulkenberg kept, you know kept his kept his hand in. You know he 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 raced for a, on a couple of races at, at the last minute. You know literally he was getting a yeah, phone yeah. call on the Saturday morning. Can you get can you get over here, please? So like dropped his croissant and legged, dropped his croissant, legged it over, and uh, you know had, got it got in the race seat. Literally, a, did he really drop his croissant? I think he was having like breakfast, having like coffee and a croissant. So I mean, he had to like just run to get a seat fitting and then get in the car. That's a new thing, right? Um, but he had to do that on two. Boy or, dropped his croissant two or three occasions to get into the get into the cockpit and then and then race. Oh God, did really me, did really well. Uh, and now he's got a race seat again. And Ricardo went to McLaren, did absolutely nothing, and now he's he's just a, he's a reserve driver. You, so, don't, you don't know how much I'll be using that as a phrase now. Yeah. Anyway, I'm ex- I'm ecstatic. What that happened? Nick, that what Nico Hulkenberg is in Formula One. <laughs> was he excited? Oh, mate, he dropped his croissant. <laughs> no, but he literally he was having breakfast. He was he was having having breakfast, and he had to drop it and and go Brilliant. racing. Which you would, wouldn't you? If someone said, yeah, would yeah. you want to drive in Formula One? Again, your influence on me, I think we should set you on to people who are smoking and want to give up. Because I was watching Drive to Survive and then you were talking to me about the um, the constructed kind of... I mean, I, I, I know documentary from, you know, they construct a narrative and I can't watch it now. Yeah. <laughs> because it's so... You, you can see the mechanics that they're trying to... I, I enjoyed drama. I enjoyed the first season, possibly the, the first two seasons, but I think it was in season two where I remember I remember them interviewing drivers, and I think it was the episode about Roman Grosjean, you know, with the fire, and yeah. they had lots of clips of drivers talking about risk and danger and that kind of but stuff. N- and the, the implication was that it was about that crash, yeah. but they were completely unrelated yeah, yeah. so I remember thinking well you can't really trust what they're doing now and fair play to Netflix they've well, it, yeah, yeah they've, they've, they've generated um, lots of new Formula 1 fans yeah. so it's fine but Hugely, yeah. it is it's it's not quite the truthful documentary that yeah you have to suspend reality and yeah. then just watch I it I mean the results are true but you know a lot of it is out, out of context yeah I mean it's some really good if you actually watch Formula One as it's unfolding week in, week out, and then watch Drive to Survive, it's a really good way of looking at how documentary is constructed narratively to create drama. Where they choose to end 
you know, their structure just in a, in a proper film geeky way. Mm. If you are into it's both very, films, oh, it's, it's very well made. It's very well made. Yeah, films and Formula One. You know, you can learn a lot as to how how to like take a story and get the maximum amount of drama out of it. Mm. Even sometimes when there's no drama, <laughs> you know that um, yeah insinuation that there is drama, and then you get to it and oh okay that's you know it's a bit clickbait. Mm. Um, so yeah, should we move on to this season? Yes, yeah. Um, First of all, I've got to say I love Mercedes oh, back in black again. It does. It does look good. Um, I mean, I know. Amazing. I know traditionally they're silver arrows, but I do think they look good in black. Apparently, they've sa- they've um, they've saved weight by doing what? it. Yeah. So really? I think I'm not, I'm not entirely sure if it's. I don't think it's that the black paint is lighter than the silver hmm. paint, but they don't have to paint as much of the car. Because there are bits that are carbon fibre that are kind of black generally that they leave, um, so they can shave a few grams uh, by having a black car. I mean, why don't they just not paint it at all and, sh- and, and save yeah. even more? Just have it in like you know primer. Oh yeah, but then it would look like an Audi, wouldn't it, Andy? And you don't like Audis that look like they're primer. And and what car have I just ordered? Yeah, but it's not in that colour, is it? <laughs> no way. Are you seriously? Have you ordered it? Have you ordered in that flat grey? Yeah. You're going to be tea cutting that every five minutes. Yeah, I have. Um, I actually waited longer because they could have got me a blue one. Because um, obviously we're still in the chip chip shortage thing. Um, so you didn't like, want any kind of metallic paint. No, well the the they, you don't have to clean them as often. Yeah, well. The, or tea cut them. The grey is weirdly like, I think it's it's down as a special or something. But anyway, special was, needs. Yeah, it's a special needs colour, so it will suit me. Um, yeah, so I I, I almost almost saw I'm getting this just, just to wind me to up. Wind you up. <laughs> it's trolling. Yeah. Yeah. It's the most expensive troll you've ever done. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I'm ordering the colour that you will like the least. Yeah. Um, you can't wait to see this car. Yeah, so that's my Audi that's on its way. Mm. Four months for delivery. Four months. That's not too bad. That's yeah. not too bad. Cause... If I'd have ordered an all-electric, 18 months delivery. Yeah. Who is going to order a car and say, yes, I'd like that in 18 months' time, please? Yeah, a friend of mine was told a year, so he didn't bother. Yeah. Like, I literally, as was in there ordering mine. There was a guy who came in for, and he asked for an all-electric, and they said, yeah, 18 months. He said, what have you got second-hand? I... It's just crazy. Mm. I, it, yeah, you just wouldn't do it. So yeah, sorry, I'm going to be driving around in a car that I'm sure it'll be a lovely car on the inside. You'll yeah. love being on the inside. We're going to a, a Silverstone in that car as well, which that's probably the reason why it's so trolling is that you're going to be yeah. I might take for, mine. I might take mine this time. <laughs> I'm trying to get my wheelchair in your MR2. Uh, but yeah, the Mercedes looks really good. Um, do you? Do, I thought we'd talk a little bit about testing. Yes. Um, um, before we do, okay. While I f- remember it and I don't forget, I saw a the the best best tweet, I think post season, and uh, it said uh, Lewis Hamilton finally um, breaks his silence on Latifi leaving Formula One, but it wasn't actually. A, it was a video clip, but it wasn't a clip talking with Lewis Hamilton talking about uh, Latifi. Uh, it, it was it was talking about Vettel, 
and it was just just the way it was constructed that you clicked on it and then he went yeah so i you know he's been hugely influential in my career oh, no. <laughs> and you know what an amazing drive and everything it was just like it couldn't have been any funnier and i was just like hands down that was the best postseason tweet yeah fair play um yeah so uh i, I just i have to say latifi once because like that's the only time probably he'll be mentioned. Is that, yeah, it's the only time he's going to get mentioned unless In unless someone season. unless one of the rookies or somebody else. Who's just, the new Latifi? We should mention that. Who's who's he mean? Who's going to crash the most? Who's who's or yeah? Who's the, the Latifi? Who's the Mazaspin of twenty twenty three? What do we know about Logan Sargent? Not much, although very successful. Seems to be seems to be a great driver. Um, I mean, they all all the rookies have had. Good careers so far. Um, it's 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 early days because some yeah people. I mean Stoffel Van Dorn. Do you remember him? Mm. Stoffel Van Dorn. He, he was he was McLaren. Yes. Um, a few years ago, he he had a, a stellar career, but then never really Just made him. it in in Formula One. Some people like who was the uh, um, there was a there was a Chinese Formula One driver a few years ago. Um, and he came. He came something like seventeenth in GP two. Right. Got a got a ticket into Formula One, and was amazing. So it's not always you know yeah. you, can't, you can't always tell. See, I think. Okay, prediction. One prediction. If Logan, Nick, and Oscar do well, I think the person that's going to struggle the most this season. Is Stroll. Stroll and Albon, actually, I think we will start to see exactly what their level is. Because I think Stroll has not been what you would call like an out-and-out Formula One pedigree. You know, that, that kind of level. I think he's got better. I do think he's got better. But I think that if Logan comes in and smashes it, Nick does, and Oscar does, I think that you'd be looking at Stroll being the new Latifi Mazaspin. Yeah, I'm not sure. He did He did really well a couple of seasons ago. Um, and he's got Alonso. So, he, I mean, he could get demoralised by Alonso. But then he could... Because <laughs> Alonso's quite a formidable Yeah, but then teammate, Alonso you know. might, might bring him up. Um, yeah, you, you never know. You never know. It's still. Um, it was. It was. Sorry, I, I've made a mistake. It wasn't Chinese. It was Japanese. It was Kamu Kobayashi. Ah. He. I think he, he oh, came seventeenth yeah. in, in GP two. But then he was. He was brilliant. Um, really, really good. So you can't always tell. I don't think Nick DeVries is going to be the master spin. No, I think he's going to be really good. You think it's? Uh, really yeah, good? I think he's going to be excellent. Yeah, really, really good. I mean, I mean think think how well he. Yeah, yeah. He performed he last. One chance. Yeah. and he he didn't. And he smashed it. Yeah, he didn't fluff it, did he? Yeah. Um, I thought we'd so there are a few things I noticed from testing. Yeah. Um, so, unfortunately, yeah, the McLarens don't look that great at the moment. They were a little bit slow. Now, is are they, or is this tactical? I don't know because I can understand all teams sandbagging a little bit. Um, yeah, leaving but, some it, some it in. But in they don't. Reserve. They just don't seem to. They seem to be having aero issues, I think. Um, if this is a thing, Hamilton's gone at the end of the season. McLaren. 
McLaren, yes. you're saying? I thought you said Mercedes. No, McLaren. I read Mercedes were having a bad... No, Mercedes aren't too bad. Really? Yeah. Why Why did I see... I was... Where was I? I was somewhere and I was trying to look at you... testing. It was because Paris was saying... I was at a um, conference and Paris was uh, said, oh, they're doing testing today. Obviously, I was at work. <laughs> so I was trying to... To, to dial in but I did have a quick look and at that particular moment I don't know when it was well, they the had, testing so they had, they had one Mercedes issue Mercedes weren't doing great well they haven't they haven't set the world on fire but then they're miles better than they were last season um, so they're they're I mean, Red Bull at the top yeah okay C- consistently I mean Red Bull look amazing um, so it wouldn't surprise me if they nailed it again. I mean, so it took them it took them a while to get really good last season because they mm. were overweight. They were quite heavy towards the beginning, and then they yeah, kind of slowly the egos slowly that, um, slowly shed weight, inflated egos, um, and uh, and then you know they became rocket ships. Um, they were still quick, but yeah. not quite as 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 quick as this season. They they look blisteringly fast. Um, Ferraris are probably second. Oh really? Yeah. Well, which is which isn't you know it's great. not unexpected yeah. if they can keep their performance. Who's the new uh, head? Because it's not the guy who looked like oh, he was in um, Ghostbusters. Yeah, can't remember. Um, and Mercedes and Aston Martin are probably neck and neck. Right. Aston Martin look really really good. They're, oh, they're the most improved. I was not that. Most improved. To, yeah, I mean, Alonso came. Second, I think, a couple of wow. times. Look at what he did last season. He was like <laughs> that race where he actually did a wheelie, got it back to the pits. And I remember saying, Well, he, to nearly, you, he nearly crashed, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he nearly crashed, did, pulled a wheelie, managed to get it into the pits, changed. And I remember saying to you, It's going to end up in the points, isn't he? And he did. Yeah. Like, he still beat Ricardo. Not just in the points either. Not not in, <laughs> no, like, 10th. No. He was, like, 7th or something. In 6th or 7th. Yeah, amazing. But astonishing driver. But I, I, I think it's quite... I remember him getting asked. Because he was with... He was obviously driving the Alpine. And that was a that was a decent car. Um, yeah. And it was doing pretty well last season. Yeah. And he was asked, how come you're leaving Alpine, who are midfield and doing well, for Aston Martin, who are, who are going nowhere? And he, you know, he his answer was, well, I wanted a multi-year contract. Alpine weren't didn't really want to give me one. Um, and if you're not winning races, there's not much difference between being midfield and being towards the back. But now, how vindicated must he feel? Because he's like rocketing to the Brilliant. top of the time sheets. So, do you think any of the manufacturers are are leaving something in the tank? Yeah, Toto to has said that Mercedes are leaving stuff in the tank. Okay. He's, he's, he's outright come and said that. But he said, look, all, most other teams probably are as well. Because you don't really want to give everything away no, no, before no, no, the no, first no, season. No, you, want, you don't want to win pre-season and then yeah. tank. So, um, I mean, I'm, what, I'm, what are you winning? What are you winning? By everyone going, oh, God, they're quick. You know, you're not winning anything. I, I imagine all teams have, have, you know, have sandbagged a little bit. Yeah. Um, well, I'm hoping that McLaren have because McLaren would would have had to have sandbagged more than anybody else because they was it really bad? They weren't looking that great. No, not that great. They, they look like they've dropped down a little bit. This is my weirdest. This is my controversial prediction that I've been hating myself for thinking that will happen this season. Oscar's going to outdo Lando. Um. Yeah, I, I would. I would be surprised at that. The reason being is that 
Lando's been the newcomer and now he's not and it's the age old thing it's the age old thing when you're the more senior driver which seems weird at his age to call him the more senior driver having that young rookie snapping at your heels it can it can have an impact and this is the first season he's ever had a young rookie he's been the young rookie and now he's not and if he can deal with that in his head and keep smashing it brilliant I I think he can all to be seen but I can't somewhere in my gut I'm thinking Lando's got everything to lose and Oscar's got everything to gain yeah, but Lando's, Lando's an amazing driver and we know he's got balls of steel. He has, he has. Um, and, he, and he drives, he gives it everything he's got. So I can't, you're, in order to do that, something would have to go in his mind. Yeah. And I can't, I can't see that happening. Yeah, I, I hope it's not. I can see, know. I can see, okay, so if, 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 if Piastri turns out to be amazing, it will be because of what Piastri has done and not because... Lando Norris has, has gone downhill. Yeah. Um, I can't see Lando doing a Ricardo. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm really hoping that's not the case. Yeah, I, honestly, I can't. I can't see it. I mean, but, I can see Piastri doing well, but but it's the age-old thing, isn't it? Like the, it's almost easier to be the new one, the rookie. Yeah, tell that to Fernando Alonso. <laughs> yeah, true. But I, I think it is. I mean, he, he, he was he was shocked in two thousand and seven when Hamilton came on the scene, but yeah. that was Lewis Hamilton. Come on, yeah. Every other time he's mullered everybody else. Yeah. I, oh. Are we, are we disturbing that's, you? That's me. Sorry, I thought my phone was on airplane mode. That is my neighbour asking. I've had my bush cut today. <laughs> I can edit all this out. Don't you worry. I don't edit it out. Me saying nice bush. I don't get often chance to say that have you seen Ferrari's dimple <laughs> did we really go from my nice bush to dimple um, yeah have I you? saw I saw a funny thing um, saying that's where they keep the tomato sauce like something online they, they, they've done the Ferrari thing and like that's where they keep the pasta sauce apparently it's a mistake or well, not, oh, not a mistake it? well yeah so th- there was there was talk about how it might be some cool new aero design but it's just so front of the car is carbon fiber and it's a little bit thin in the area so under really high speed there's like a dimple appears and then when under braking it kind of goes pops back to normal just really really thin carbon fiber that's i mean is that going to pop open surely if that's the case at a certain speed it might just well it's carbon fiber so it's it's not gonna it's not gonna break but it Carbon fibre can break though. It's brittle. Yeah, but it's not gonna it's not gonna break it under under yeah. those wind conditions. You'd have to be going like a thousand miles an hour to snap carbon fibre. <laughs> uh, it just moves a little bit, smooths a little bit because because it, it's quite thin, and then it just pops back again. Is that gonna do anything? You know, like you know, like if you if you lean My cheeks. On, <laughs> well, like on your, on your car bonnet, yeah, yeah, you could probably press that in, and yeah, because it's go, quite weak. Because yeah. it's quite, it's exactly the same as that, just on a smaller scale at the end of the nose. Yeah. Um, so it's yeah, it's not some aerodynamic wonder. Apparently, they've said they're gonna they're gonna fix it just by okay. making it a little bit a little bit thicker. Right. Okay. But yeah, Ferraris and Ferraris are looking quick. Uh, Mercedes. There's. I think there's going to be a three way battle. Between Ferrari, Mercedes, and Aston Martin, Dep- and it's I think probably, probably, probably depending on the track. 
really weird that Aston Martin are in that mix. I mean, it's great, right, but um, I really hope it's not the case. McLaren need a good year. I, yeah, unless they unless they come on leaps and bounds, they're, they're going to struggle this year. They, they, oh. don't, they don't look too quick. It's not the news I wanted. Um, but I have to say, as I was saying before, if Mercedes have a bad year, I think... I honestly think Hamilton's gone. So I, I, I pray that Mercedes have a good year. Okay, define, define bad year. Oh, he needs to be like podium every 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 race. He needs to be challenging for that. So if he doesn't get if he doesn't get podium every race, he's gonna leave. Well if he doesn't if I'm he gonna, hasn't hold got, you to this prediction. If he hasn't got a car that can challenge first, second and third every race, I think he'll leave. No. He could okay. Let's say he's off the podium for the first six races, okay, or maybe maybe even the first half of the season, he's off the podium and then midfield, and then and then suddenly they get some part, and he's and he wins a couple of races. He's not going to leave. Mm. It's all about how the season ends. Hamilton does not want to be mid-table, ever. No, but if he's if he's winning races at the end of the season, he'll stay. Oh yeah, yeah. But what I mean, it, is, it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be on the. I, th- I think that the first the first two thirds of the season could be rubbish, and then if he wins a string of like five races on the bounce, yeah. But they've got to give him a competitive car. This is what I mean. Like he's got to feel like he's got a reason to stay. When you get that successful, when you've had that many like wins, I don't think it needs to be through the whole season though. It needs to, it's it's all about how the season ends. Yeah. If he wins a few races at the end or gets a few podiums at the end. Because they, they picked up form towards yeah. the end of last season. Yeah. But to, at the beginning, he was like, mm. But he, lo- he loves racing. Yeah. He loves racing and it's the it's still possibly the best job in the world. So e- yeah. even, if, even, if you're, even if you're coming last, he's still one of the 20 most lucky yeah. guys in the entire world. So, I, yeah, I mean... The, I, I mean, I, that's not to say I can't understand someone like Vettel saying, you know what, I want to spend more time with my family. I think he'll be back. But I think he'll be back. I think he'll be back in some capacity. Well, Audi are coming back. They're going to want a German driver, aren't they? Um, you would you would think so, but I, I, I'm not sure whether Vettel would come back. I don't think he wants to, to, to do, you know, 22, 23 races every single year. I think he'll come back in some kind of advisory role. Do you remember Michael Schumacher when he yeah. finished? You know, in the in the late uh, in sort of two thousand eight, two thousand nine, um, I think maybe two thousand seven as well. He he came back as a as an advisor to Ferrari. So you'd see him at Formula One, you know, and he'd be on he'd be on the pit wall, not yeah. for all races, but he'd be helping them out. He'd be advising Felipe Massa and, and other drivers, uh, and I, I can see him doing that, like uh, like Nicky Lauda. Yeah, I've got a prediction for Ricardo next season. He'll be back, but as a pundit. Um, I don't think he'll be back as a driver. I think he'll be back as a pundit. I think that the next time we see Ricardo doing the 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 circuit, I mean, I know he's a, a test driver, you know, he's a reserve driver, but I think honestly, he's got more chance of coming back as a pundit because everyone loves him. Yeah, but I don't and loves th- they I, love his personality. I, I can see him being a reserve driver for a few years. Yeah, before before he does that. I think I I can see him doing it for. He's the next David Coulthard, I think. Yeah, possibly. I mean, he could. He, he he'll do it. Obviously, he'll do it this year. I can see him doing it for another year or two yeah. after that, and then thinking maybe not. But then depends on the money he's getting. Yeah. I know. think if Sky offered him a little bit of 
They'd have to offer him a lot, though, I think. Yeah. But... And, and that really would be an admission that your yeah, career yeah, yeah, is over. Yeah, yeah, But Ricardo as a pundit, amazing. Because he's funny. He's he's funny. So I, 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 would, I would happily... like I don't want him to not be part of Formula One. I just didn't like him being in McLaren and coming 20th. <laughs> that's, that's the only thing. You know, so if he can find form and return, brilliant. But if not, please just be a pundit because I think it'd be amazing. Yeah, I, I really like him as a person, and he just—he's got—he's got plenty. I, I just think in his head, he's—I mean—he's got plenty of time for that. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. if he did—if he was a reserve driver for four years, he could still—he could still be a pundit. Yeah. Um, there's no there's no real time limit on on that. Um, I would hope that this season. Collar signs has a better year because I think he. You've been saying that for years. Yeah, but I think that he he struggled against his teammate last year, and I think it was more him in his head. I think it was more him play like um, fighting against himself than Leclerc. But he's not. He's not a rookie. No. So I just really, he's one that I'm worried about because I think if he has a bad season. I think he's, I think he's like, he reminds me a little bit of Felipe Massa in that he's a really solid driver, but he doesn't have the killer instinct. So Massa never had the killer instinct of Michael Schumacher. And I don't think that science has the killer instinct that Leclerc has. No, I think, yeah. and do you know what? So if, if Leclerc... Got, gets a drive somewhere else and let's say, let's, say, let's say Leclerc there's one more year with Ferrari and then next season goes with someone else and Ferrari bring in a rookie you think the rookie and will outdo Sainz no 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 not necessarily and, 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 Ferrari, and Ferrari do have like an amazing car Sainz could could win the championship in it I think he's good enough to win the championship in the right car yeah. but not with not against the likes of Max Verstappen Charles Leclerc Lewis Hamilton Fernando Alonso, um, possibly Lando Norris. I think you're right. George Russell. He just doesn't have that killer instinct. But last season, what was it we were saying about like putting an average driver in a good car or a good driver in an average car? Last season was the first time Sainz was in a potentially championship winning car and you got to see what he was made of. Like Perez. Brilliant, brilliant driver. Yeah. Really solid. Will Not always, a championship. Will, 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 will always, you know... Bottas. Yeah, potentially. You know, there's... I mean, drivers we rate, we like, that are... That you'd have on your team, that you, but as a, yeah, second, yeah, yeah. as a second driver. Yeah. And last season was the first time, I think, you could get the measure of where Sainz was on that pecking order. I mean, he didn't. He didn't muller um, Lando Norris when Lando Norris was a rookie. No. And Max Verstappen got the best of him when they were at Toro Rosso. Yeah. So he's just he's he's good, but he's not. I don't think he's got the killer instinct. No. And it's a, it's yeah it's it's because. But the difference between Sainz and Hamilton, it's like it's almost like you can't quantify it you can't there's you can quantify it in results <laughs> yeah but seven world championships to nothing 
How's that for quantifying it? <laughs> okay, quantifying it might be wrong word, but um, articulate it. How when you just did? Um, <laughs> but you know what I mean, like because wins to one. One is one is a very competent, very good, very good driver, and the other one is just just next level just that that other but, little but there are there are quite a few next level drivers on I'm the grid try the not to say x factor because i hate that show for the fact that it ruined the the name but x the, factor because but sometimes there is it's just that yeah. one there's that something that world champions have that brilliant drivers don't but there, are, there, are, there are quite a few drivers on the grid who have that max verstappen lewis hamilton fernando alonso all multiple world champions, um, and they've got that something. That and little... I think I think the clerk. I mean, he does yeah, make he does think, make a lot. I think of Norris has got that as well. Yeah, Norris. I think um, Russell George Russell. Has it. George yeah. Russell. Yeah. So six drivers potentially with that with that that X factor. Leclerc, I'm not, he's the only one. Consistency because he, he he does make yeah. unenforced errors. But then so does Max Verstappen. So you know you could See, you could give him the right car. Okay, so look at Joe Guanyu. Amazing. I think he's a brilliant driver. I don't think he's a championship driver. I'm. I don't think we've seen enough of him yet. He but had such. Brilliant. He had such bad luck, and don't, don't forget that was his rookie season. Yeah, but I mean, we saw we were there watching him slide off the track on on his head, basically at Silverstone. I I don't think championship. Pierre Gasly, definitely not championship. No, not a chance. You know, Alex Albon, not a chance. I, mean, I, I think Gasly, Albon, Ocon are in that next also level. Ran. So you've got yes, also yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, you've got championship quality. Then you've got brilliant driver, and then you've got competent driver. And I think like Ocon, Gasly, um, Stroll, Magnussen, you know, are in competent driver. Then you, you know. I'd put I'd put people like Magnussen and Hulkenberg. I'd put above above Ocon. Yeah, I, yeah. Within those, I think there's yeah. like a hierarchy as well. I, mean, I would like, I would put something Hulkenberg. But I Magnussen think, is not going to win a championship. Hulkenberg is not going to win a championship. No, but I'd put them in. I'd I'd put them alongside Sainz. Oh really? In, yeah, I think so. Those, those two, driver, those yeah. two, very very good drivers. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. I I I mean, I'm, I'm a bit of a fan of Hulkenberg. <laughs> um, I can tell, but uh, I, yeah, I think I, I think they're, they're great drivers because we've only really seen them in average. They've always Magnussen and uh, I mean, in the cars that, that they've been driving in their careers, they've seemed to have outperformed them. I think. Yeah. I mean, Hulkenberg had some rotten luck in the last two or three seasons of of, of, his, of his career, but yeah. he has he's done really well with with uh, with the cars that he's driven, and so is Magnussen. You know, Magnussen I think outperformed that car last year. And and he's grown as a driver as well because Magnussen wasn't amazing initially. Yeah, it took him a took him a, a few seasons, then became a really really good driver. Same like, like Perez. Perez took a few, took him a few seasons, and now and now he's you know he's probably best of the best of the rest. One thing I would say when we're talking about all the drivers, Oscar Piastri has got a lot of pressure on him, considering all those contract negotiations. How the hoo ha. I love that one there. Hoo-ha. Hoo-ha. The hoo-ha about him and where he was going to sign and all of that, he needs to really show that because 
McLaren had to really, really fight for him. Now they're going to want to see him. I mean, they'll probably give him a season to bed in. That's a that's given. another reason why like, Lando Norris will be doesn't fine have this as much year. To, yeah. yeah, doesn't have as much to worry about. But but at the same time, you give him. They're going to want to see that he's at least holding his own. Like if he's literally nineteenth to twentieth, even in your rookie season, then you know. I mean, if Lando Norris is nineteenth twentieth because the car's that bad, different. But what I mean is, like, the way he entered it, loaded it with so much pressure for him. Do you it's, not think it's, it's all it's all about where you come in relation to your teammate, though? Yeah, but do you not think that it the way he entered it with having a bidding war for him? Sure, puts but pressure on but him. If, to if, he, be, if he's within, say, let's say if he's is he, if he's within three or four places, yeah, of. Uh, of Lando Norris, who's a great driver. The safety car was closer to Lando Norris than Daniel Ricciardo was last season. Like <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So I don't think if 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 Piastri can get within you know three or four, maybe five positions of yeah. Lando Norris every single race, that'll be he'll he'll be okay for his rookie it, season. Who's the driver of the safety car? Uh, Burt Mylander. Yeah, Burt Mylander was closer to Lando Norris last season <laughs> than Daniel Ricciardo was. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't have the best season, did he? Bless him. <laughs> no, it'd have probably been better if he just went in reverse. Like it was. It was. So what? So do you think? So you said earlier that you think Piastri is going to get better than Lando Norris. Now you've said he's under intense pressure. And he's... no, what? I, and I stand by both. Well, I sit so, by well, both no, of those because I don't stand. But I sit by both of those things. I think one, there's immense pressure on Oscar Piastri. Yeah, but what's it going to be? Is, to he, is, is he going to be? And I think he's going to live up to it. I think he will meet that pressure. Like you were saying, you think that Lando will rise to the occasion of having some rookie nipping at his heels. We might have both things. But who and if we th- have both things, that's great because we'd have Piastri proving his worth, pushing Lando to be better, and and then both being elevating him in each other. But who's going to come top? Mm. I know. <laughs> okay, in his in his. I think I think both drivers will do well. Or as well as I can do in the car, I think Oscar, oh. Oscar Piastri will perform well, but I still think I Lando, think Lando will, have, will, be, will have the edge. Yeah, I think Lando will finish higher than him yeah, in too. his rookie season. This is rookie season. The year after, maybe slightly different. I don't Let's know. See. I, I don't think. I don't think. Will Russell beat Hamilton this season? I don't know because he was close. Yeah. Well, um, he, I mean, he, he did, didn't he? Yeah, he got better results. Mr. Consistency. Yeah, but he did have... Fourth, m- fifth, fourth, fifth, fourth, fifth. He had fourth, much fifth. better luck, didn't he? I mean, think Oh, of safety car luck, yeah. Safety car luck, particularly towards the beginning it's of the season. It's always like they phone up George and go, yeah, we're thinking of sending out the safety car. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, 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 send it out now. <laughs> um, I don't. I can't see Piastri being outclassed Bert- and upstaged by Norris, but I can see him getting beaten. Is Bert Mylander related to George Russell? Are we going to discover discover that there's like some hidden family tie there, where like his uncle goes out on track at the exact time that he needs? But it's him all to. about when when Bert Mylander doesn't cause the accidents. He's not that they're throwing rocks at the cars to make them crash, so he gets a bit of a drive. It doesn't work like that. <laughs> I'm a bit bored now. I'm just going to put these like. I mean, he certainly led more laps than most other drivers, isn't he? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He completed more. Quality laps in Ricardo. 
don't get bitchy. I have to. I have to. I you, you were there. You were there seeing me like the whole of last season. Oh, and also we're going to have to work out actually watching the the races together. Yeah, sure. I mean, I I can't this weekend because I'm um, I am in London on Sunday, so I'm not going to miss the first race. But um, I'm work. I'm working tomorrow. And I'm working Saturday. But I'm also going to watch the. Do what practice. I do. Have one screen for work, one screen for practice. Yeah, I need to sort out my Sky. Okay. I'm so glad I've got Sky at this house. Like I spend most of my time in a hotel at the moment. Um, before we go, because we're about to sign off, where's your Formula One stuff? I'm literally. I'm wearing. I've been at work in my London. Formula One top and my hoodie because I knew we were doing this podcast today, and then. I've been in London all day. I have to get up at six o'clock in the morning, get on the train to London, do a full day's work get on the train back again just ram a pizza down my throat and then drive here straight away I didn't have time but to get changed you, you're not in London all the time sometimes you work from home yeah yeah okay but today you're pleading didn't, didn't have enough time to change <laughs> and uh, and we almost didn't do this because what was the text you sent me well I was nodding off on the train yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know when you, you're on a train you've already and been it's rocking you to 12 sleep. hours and yeah. It's just, yeah. yeah I woke up when I got off it so uh, okay so anyway on with the season